0: Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis.
1: All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. I'm very excited for today's episode. It's a little, I think, different uh, for all of you. Uh, Today on the program is Jordan Paris, and I'm guessing that Most of you don't know Jordan Paris. If you do, kudos, that's awesome, and you'll, I think, really enjoy the program. But for those of you that don't know Jordan, the reason I have him on the program is a couple key points. One is, I did a podcast just over about a year and a half ago about should you do a podcast too? And that podcast did extremely well. Uh, Seemed like there was a lot of interest. And not only did that interest show in listening, metrics, but many of you reached out and told me about the podcast that you have started at your company. And a lot of you that reached out are in the MarTech space, you run MarTech companies, and you have decided that that's a new channel for you. Some of you are our clients like Dimension Data and others that have put together podcasts and doing extremely well. And I thought, you know what, why not have Jordan on the program, who is a 21 year old podcaster and when I say he's a podcaster he has mastered his craft he started growth mindset university which we'll talk about and and Jordan has done so well that he's been ranked number three in Apple's training category and number five in the how-to category and I can tell you as a podcaster myself to get up that type of ranking um, you've really got to be doing something special so since so many of you are interested in podcasting at a company level I thought we should have Jordan on the program but because Jordan, is a podcast expert at the individual level. I think a lot of you out there who have subject matter expertise in marketing in sales technology, and all the different expertise that you have maybe outside of your core day to day job, I wanted to inspire you to think about doing a podcast. And if Jordan can do it and have the success that he is having, uh, you can do it too. So Jordan, thank you so much for for joining me. How how are you today?
0: David, you're the man. Thank you very much. I have uh, some very high expectations to live up to now. Thanks for a
1: great intro and for the for the praise there. I appreciate that, David. No uh, no appreciation needed. I mean, you have really done an incredible job. One of the things I like about uh, you, Jordan, and, and I've listened to a number of the podcasts that you have done, that, that you've hosted as well as been on, is you're a natural, and people are going to hear that you have such a great voice. Uh, you, you, um, you, you, you're just you're just incredibly talented. And I've done a podcast episode with Rob Mayo, who uh, is one of the marketing operations leaders at Splunk, and it was all about how driven he is. And I really wanted to put him in a spotlight because I love young people like yourself who are so driven. Um, my daughter just got married last week. Uh, she's very driven herself. My younger daughter also very driven. And I just love surrounding myself with very driven people, and and I like to think that growing up, and still today, I was very driven. Where did where did your passion come from in terms of you know creating the program and taking this path of being an entrepreneur and and building a business around podcasting?
0: One thing led to another, right? There, there's no sexy story attached here. It's just. Uh, <laughs> Just a lot of decisions without hesitation. You know, thoughts popping into my head and me acting upon it because I know myself and I know that uh, I'm a chronic overthinker. And if you're a chronic overthinker like I am, the best thing that you can do for yourself within reason is to uh, make decisions without hesitation. Because the more time I have to think about something, more likely I am to overthink it and probably blow it and if I haven't already talked myself out of it. So, so I've conditioned myself over a long period of time to make these decisions without hesitation. So when the thought of starting a podcast came into my head in April of 2018, I just did it. Now the side effect to making decisions without hesitation is that a lot of what I do in the beginning stages sucks, or at least it used to be that way. Right. Mm -hmm. I, right and the podcast was so terrible right so much so that you know, people tell me uh, if they tell me that they listen to an older episode i cringe like oh my gosh it was and and it, a lot and people have told me like ah jordan i don't know what you're talking about you're you're being too you're being really hard on yourself and i am i am being very hard on myself but I don't like them, <laughs> and I don't think they were well produced. They weren't. Uh, there was the promotion sucked. Uh, the the marketing sucked. The production sucked. Uh, I wasn't very good, quite frankly. Right? I didn't. I didn't. I, I, the number one thing I get is this radio voice. Right? This is the number one thing that people tell me that uh, the most common thing that people say to me uh, is that I have that this radio voice, and it was not that way. You listen to me in those early episodes, you know, first 10, 20, 30, heck, 40, 50. And my elocution, the way I pronounce words, very mm-hmm. poor, right? Uh, was not, I said, I still say, uh, um, and like, but it was far more common. It was hard to listen to, right? Whereas now I'm more apt to take that silence right i'll yeah. do i'll i'll be silent instead of just saying um or uh right because we say that to it's a, it's a sign of a lack of confidence right when we say um instead of silence we're afraid of Losing the other person or mm-hmm. losing the listener, in a sense, and so we fill that gap as if you know to indicate that you know we're still going, we're still going to say something, or at least that's the way I look at it. And as I began to though edit my own podcast in the beginning, that's when I started to become aware of it, and uh, I would edit this stuff out. <laughs> I would edit the ums, us. And like that, I know exactly what the waveforms look like for an uh, right? or at least my uh, it looks, it's almost like a, it's a long oval, mm-hmm. uh, a long, small oval. My like is a sharp, it's almost like the letter I, uh, but with a, but with. It, I, I I could picture it in my head very clearly right now, uh, and so over time I was like, I don't want to edit this stuff out, and so I just stopped saying it. I became much more aware in conversation, and it wasn't just in the podcast that I would become aware and in, in in the way I talk and when I would say, uh, and um, and like, and catch myself doing that stuff. I would in everyday conversation I was starting to catch myself and become much more aware of that kind of stuff, but. But yeah, not not to go off on a tangent too much, but one thing led to another. And over time, point being, I got a lot better. I was growing as I was going, figuring things out along the way after I took that initial imperfect action.
1: Oh, good for you. You mentioned um, making quick decisions. A couple of points I want to come back to. Uh, I don't know if you uh, know Mel Robbins or have read yeah. her book. Yeah. The Five Second Rule. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I've had some conversations with Mel and um, invited her onto the program, which hopefully will happen at some point. I love the five second rule. This idea that you are going to talk yourself out of something uh, before you talk yourself into something. You come up with a big idea, like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a podcast," and then what happens is you you spend right the time after that because it's an emotional. We all make decisions based on emotions, so then you start to validate whether that's a good idea. And what happens is fear creeps in, right, and uncertainty and doubt, and so you talk yourself out of something. But if you just act on it, so you know your background—you're you're a former college athlete. Uh, you've you've been in men's health for your accomplishments. I think when you're an athlete. Uh, and you and you see kids growing up who, whether it's track or my daughter was in dance, right? And dance, you can never be good enough. There's no dance instructor who ever says, you know what? You nailed it. You don't ever have to practice that again, right? You, there's always room for improvement. And I think that you are wired that way. But tell me what it was like when, whether it was mom and dad or what have you, when you said to people like, you know what? I want to not only go into podcasting and run a podcast, but I want to build a business around helping companies create their own podcast and take my expertise and, and lessons learned there. What, what were those conversations like with friends and loved ones about that's going to be my business track? Two very different
0: conversations, both a year apart. The first one starting a podcast Nobody cared, David. No one cared. (laughs) Like There was nothing in my track record, in my previous experiences that indicated that this was going to be a smashing hit. And there was nothing that that said that that was even remotely going to be a thing. And for a long time, it wasn't. But I remember posting about it on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And nobody batted an eye, right? I mean, I probably had like five likes combined on every platform with it. Um, and, and rightfully so. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not mad. Like, I, I didn't do anything to mm-hmm. deserve, uh, like, there was no reason for people to care. There was none. Uh, like, there was no, the, the care factor. <laughs> was, was missing it wasn't different you know it's just in you know just in interview shows i didn't even have guests the and eventually when i did have guests like the guests weren't special um i was like it was just me talking so it was like it it just wasn't there wasn't a reason to care right and there wasn't like there wasn't a day or that it would always come out on you know because there'd be like one episode in may four or four in the first week in june it's just so random nothing to look forward there wasn't it's a, it's not like now where monday and wednesday at 4 am my episodes come out and people know those episodes come out and they really look forward to those episodes coming out mm-hmm. right then and they listen to it right away but now and now i've given them a care factor right they have something to look forward to but it wasn't like that in the beginning nobody
1: cared do you, do you like it more now than when you, when you started? What, what's changed for you personally?
0: Yeah, I like it so much more now. There was a point I started in April, 2018, April 17th was the first episode it, it came out. Uh, there was a point in September where I, uh, it did not, uh, did not want to continue. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I was running out of steam. Uh, I was, I was falling back into a, a little depression in my life. It was just like it was a rough month. Did you say that was September? <laughs> September of, of
1: 2018, yeah. So a little, little, uh, little piece of advice if I can share with you. I mean, everybody's a little bit different, but you know, September is your birthday month. Your birthday's on the, on the 29th. And um, that's when you were born. That's when you entered the world. I'm the 25th, by the way. Uh, and so I can speak to this because this is the month for me that I typically have that same kind of depression or pivot or hmm. um, introspection on, you know, am I at the place in my life and doing the things that I want to be doing? So I think there's a little bit of a, somewhat of a biological clock or, or some type of cyclical, cyclical time where all of us take that pause and go, am I doing the things that give me energy, doing the things that I love? And so maybe that's what goes on with you each time that year or in that, in that area. But um, I'm glad you listened sense. to that, little, that inner voice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, but I don't know what it was that, that made me keep going, but I did. Right. And eventually, so when I start taking it more seriously and become that professional podcaster, right. And just growing as I'm going, figuring things out along the way, getting all my tools and technology, right. And, and taking the leap of faith, making the decision without hesitation to reach out to billionaires, New York times, bestselling authors, all my heroes, just, just doing it,
1: sending, shipping the email, right. Just doing it. (laughs) And then, I'm glad you mentioned that because you know when when I bring you on the program, and you've by the way far surpassed um, the listening ship for demand gen radio in the community that I have, and you've done that in a shorter period of time. So you've done phenomenally well. I've done the podcast now; I think it's like two and a half years, and for you to have the audience, the folks that you have on Dan Milman and Mark Manson and, and Naveen Jain, Dan Locke, so many. Um, like you said, extremely wealthy, extremely successful people joining you on the program and sharing their knowledge and expertise with your audience. You've made a whole life by giving information, the knowledge of others. And as you said, this was stuff that you wanted to provide to people, the things that you didn't learn back uh, in in school. Where'd the idea come from? Like what was happening at that time in your life when you said, uh you know i want to do a podcast and and this is the the content strategy because for the folks listening jordan i'd like everybody today to think do i want to create a podcast for my company or do i want to p- create a podcast for myself or something else because we all have knowledge and expertise and it was tony robbins who literally was the catalyst for me starting DemandGen, starting my company. I was at a mortgage conference in Palm Desert and he was up on stage and he asked the audience to write down a recipe for success. And he was talking about Mrs. Fields and her cookies and said, "You know, does everybody know what her recipe for success is, Jordan? And everyone said, what? What do you think people yelled out? <laughs> uh, passion. Okay. Well, you, maybe, you didn't go maybe. where most go, which is good. People say cookies her her recipe for success uh. is cookies. And it wasn't that your passion is probably closer to it. It was her ability to franchise and scale her business. So he asked all of us to write down on a piece of paper, if there's a particular expertise we have or knowledge we have, that if we shared it with others, that we would make their careers or lives better. And I wrote down how to use marketing technology. And then, you know, not too long later started demand gen didn't overthink it uh as you said didn't talk myself out of it almost did but had a great mentor todd duncan who who helped me understand that it was fear and uncertainty and doubt that was creeping in and pushed me forward and, and here we are uh today so what what was it for you why podcasting
0: i have no idea <laughs> it just <laughs> I love, happened I love, I, love, I love that just honesty. happened but, uh, but but it's I, you, know, you mentioned it in passing, uh, The how I've positioned it, right? It's all about learning the lessons we should have learned in school but didn't so that we can succeed in the progressive new age of business and life we find ourselves in in 2019. This is not something that school teaches. Like they teach things that worked in the 90s for the most part. Uh, debatable, and people debate me on this all the time, but that's not within the scope of this conversation. Mm-hmm. And it features in-depth interviews of the aforementioned Mark Manson, Dan Locke, James Altucher, so many people, right? That that I've looked up to, and and, and people that it just makes sense to learn these topics from, right? <laughs> and so that's and that added to the care factor, right? The the way I positioned positioned it, it was a cause that a lot of people care about all right? and a lot of people agree with me that uh, you know the, the current education system is not doing it and a lot of people disagree with me that's fine well, that's how I know though, that I've that I've hit a good uh, a good positioning strategy you know, right it, it turns a lot of people on in a big way and it turns a lot of people off right yeah. It's fine I don't it, care but uh, but the the conversation to the back to like the overarching question yeah the conversation in the beginning was eh, whatever it wasn't an eventful start but when i started to build a business around the podcast and position myself as you know the guy who builds businesses around podcasts that was very different because it made sense for me to do it in the same way it makes sense for uh, these people, like like James Altucher, to teach entrepreneurship for mm-hmm. uh, Dan Millman to teach spiritual weight training for Philip Stutz, who is responsible for twelve hundred election victories and three um, three presidential victories. Uh, he, he's managed the ad campaigns of of these of all these representatives and presidential candidates. It, it makes sense to learn marketing from him right mm-hmm. and, I, and the list just goes on and on it made sense for me to teach podcasting because I'd been there and done that and I'd been receiving hundreds of messages uh, how do you do this how do you do that everything pertaining to podcasts like I was getting like what did you use for this how did you do this in the beginning and all these questions and and so in a way, I started doing this because of demand, right? Yeah. And, and when I started doing it, too, my, you know, my one friend, Bogdan, who's been on the podcast twice, actually, he's my age, dropped out of UNC several years ago and brings in six figures, right? You don't need a piece of paper to make money. It's not the case. Um, it can help in certain scenarios, but whatever. Uh, he said to me, he's like, dude, I am jealous as to how hmm. easy you're going to be able to market this. And what he meant by that is exactly what I'm saying now is it made sense. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd, the demand was there for me specifically, for my expertise specifically. So I just built it, right? <laughs> I just built it and uh, and sent the already interested
1: people to it, right love it and and for everyone listening, um, a great place to start. We're going to continue, but a great place to start getting to know Jordan better and his business is, is go to jordanparis.com, just like it sounds. Um, you'll find on his website some courses, like how to become a rock star podcaster, where he shares, as I've learned, what do you do? Like, how do you get started? What technology do you need? Uh, what software? Because you and I have watched probably way too many YouTube videos figuring out what everyone else Uh, is doing and which microphones sound the best what kind of mixing board is perfect for what we want to do what kind of software will help speed the Mm -hmm. editing process and you break all that down and share that with folks i have never gone down that path yeah and the marketing process too right there's two parts
0: to it yeah the first the first 25 minutes or so it's like let's make it good this is a completely free course by the way jordanparis.com slash course like people are loving this course and what i did in the first 25 minutes is because there's no sense in marketing something that sucks, right? It's just not going to land. <laughs> like, it's not. So we got to make it good first. So I get, that's where I go over all the tools and technology to make this blockbuster podcast that sounds crisp and clean and good. And then the, the other 30 minutes or so, that's all about the marketing and building a business around your podcast.
1: Which LinkedIn has been a, a great channel for you, for the audience that yeah. you're going after. It has, very much so. The um yeah, the course is great. Like you said, I, I think it's the entry fee is an email and you don't abuse that. In fact, you immediately start giving away value. And again, so many of the people listening to my program are some of the top marketers in the world and some of the top sales leaders in the world. And they are striving every day to have a customer experience, an engagement experience that is that is you know the best, and you are soon to be twenty-two years old. And not only is your website very well done and polished, I think you use WordPress for it, of but course. You, but you're doing a lot of high-touch marketing and engagement marketing. Uh, you and I had a, a seamless connection, right, from the time that I reached yeah. out to you and and you using Calendly to book appointments and and set reminders and do that. So you're 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 doing what a lot of digital marketers strive to do with their customers and you're doing it very high touch and and very very well well beyond just your podcasting expertise but all that digital engagement so kudos uh, to you on that
0: thank you and i'm glad you touched upon you know you the entry fee for the course is an email yes it's it's what i refer to as my lead magnet right my course and that's part of building a business right having these great lead magnets but I don't abuse, I don't abuse it. Like I, I don't have some, some like really controversial, uh, salesy, um, email series that go that goes out, that goes out immediately once you're on that list with, with like, Oh, you get my, get my book. It's free, but you got to pay for the shipping. Oh, dude, like, you know, all this, all this, like all these, all this stuff. Right. Um, I just, you know, you're on my, uh, you, know, you get my email Monday morning at 10 a.m. with the with last week's podcast. Like that's literally it, and you can unsubscribe. I really don't care. But yeah. uh, that's
1: no, yeah. a great. You're, uh, thanks you're for doing, thanks for pointing that out. You're doing a great job, Wayne. We advise again some of the best marketers in the world, and and you're practicing what we preach, which which is great. Let me ask you um, some forward looking questions uh, yeah. because. If, if i if i understand your persona uh pretty well you you don't have your heels on the ground you are not satisfied with where you are today and where you want to get oh i'm enjoying life you're enjoying it but you but you're you're a you're a, a driven goal-oriented guy so what's what success look like for you you're doing this and it's moving well for you have you thought about what the next major milestone is going to be okay. in your life and, and when you want to hit that
0: yeah, and I'm working on it right now. But I, I, it is important to highlight, yes, I'm, I'm enjoying the here and now, right? Here and now, breathe and relax, as Dan Millman, the peaceful warrior, would say. I'm enjoying it and uh, staying, staying here right now. You know, the, the peaceful warrior is here now. And I, I try to constantly remind myself of that as I was doing this morning. Repeating to myself in my 7 a.m. workout here and now, breathe and relax, because the morning before at 7 a.m. when I was in my workout, it was the worst workout ever. Because I was thinking the entire 45 minutes, all the things that I had to do the rest of the day. And it's at F 45. It's a group fitness group training class, right? Mm -hmm. And and so like it's on I'm pretty much on autopilot. Like I don't have to like think like what I'm gonna do next. It's just, you know, these stations. And so like I can think about all the things i have to do for the day which is exactly what i did yesterday and it was so not enjoyable like oh my god it sucked and uh <laughs> like i got out of there so stressed uh, and and today i could have just done the same thing but no 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 uh however you know i do i am i'm constantly working on replacing myself
1: what that's does that the mean? path
0: that's the path that i've been on what right? does that mean documenting my processes, how I do things so that I can hire other people to do it as I've been. I now have three people on my team looking at a fourth and it's great, you know, uh, you know, because I've documented, you know, taken screen recordings, whatever I need to do, documented these processes with videos, right? With how to videos of me literally doing the thing and, you and then and then you create a checklist right alongside of it. Uh, you know, a full it's foolproof. The video and the checklist, a step by step checklist of all the things for that single process. And you just do that for whatever process you don't want to do anymore. And then you hire someone or hire an intern. I don't believe in free internships; doesn't work. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, exactly. You hire someone or you hire an intern, whatever you want to call it, to do it for you. And they're happy to do it. And there's, and so that's what I've been doing. And that's something I'm still working on. Like there's still some, some things that, that I need to, uh, replace, replace myself for that are, that are kind of, kind of high stress. Um, it's hard to explain, but I, I hope you, hope you got the gist there
1: Yes. As far and, far as, I, like, and I and I applaud far as you for work, it. Yeah. You know? Because we a lot of us use marketing technology, sales technology every day inside our organization. And one of the things that we make sure that when we do projects for our clients is we're just documentation freaks because if we yeah. develop a lead scoring system and framework, we need to document that because the person or team that we're delivering it for, they won't be in that role possibly a year from now, even maybe next month. And there's no way to look in Marketo or look in your marketing automation or CRM system and just see how everything works. So we document the heck out of our ABM frameworks and our lead management frameworks and our nurturing flows, all of that stuff. And and you bring up an interesting thing about video, which I'm gonna talk to you offline because I'm not gonna give away my big gigantic idea, but there's an idea that I have around video in our space that nobody has done yet and that I am thinking about um, bringing because i've I've valued the podcast so much. And I think that this you said something earlier about, you know, how important the sound quality is, right? It's an honor. It's a privilege to be in everybody's ear right now. What an intimate way to engage with someone. And yet, yeah. I feel that it's invisible. And that video, uh, is a very impactful way to bring additional training and coaching and show and tell to people that we're, we're missing out. So I've got some ideas there that I'll chat with you about offline. Um, you didn't you didn't really, and maybe you're holding it back, but I, I didn't I didn't hear what success looks like for you or what comes oh, next from oh, oh, from oh, this. Sorry, I'm going to force that.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it's. You know, these, these things like the, uh, you know, just, wow, it is hard to explain. Um, you know, on the, that's what I'm working on right now, lowering the, the, the pressure on me Mm -hmm. and, and my day to day stress, not eliminating it. You can't do that. And And it's not like terrible stress to begin with, but I do think, uh, personally for me, I might need to lower it a little bit. There's a lot of pressure on me, right? Yeah. And, uh, so, so, and, and that's gonna, that's gonna help me, right? And over the long term, right? Uh, I mean, if we really want to paint a picture and like get cliche, like, I, I mean, I can, I can do that. Uh, you know, I, uh, I, in the, in the next, in the next, uh, 10 to 12 months, I'll be taken off and, Uh, traveling, right. And living in Italy for three months at a time, living in Chile, living in, you know, wherever I want to go, just, just trying a bunch of new places, right. And and packing up and and going there. Right. Uh, Because I can do that. Right. I don't have my, you know, I'm not tied to a location. I'm not. And so, I plan on doing that for however long I really want to. Maybe it's my early twenties. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it spans my twenties. I have no. I, I'm I'm spontaneous
1: and I'm open to the adventure. Right, whatever wherever the adventure takes me. Well, thank you for sharing that because you you know you have a personal kind of uh, tagline mission. Uh, what you have uh, you know about don't make a living and design a Disney, life. Actually, and what what yeah. I'm hearing from you, you know, as a father of a 24 year old and a 20. One year old, you are designing your life. You've you've been doing this, and this has served as a really good foundation for you—a springboard or a platform for the next thing. And it sounds like what you want to do next is spend um, a little less time in a studio and a lot more time right. out there in the world and experiencing, yeah, um, the great world that that we have I, and, and get outside of America. Yeah, and I mean beyond
0: that, though, uh, you know, I'll come home eventually and have a stable. Location, right? A, a consistent location, and I'll have a, you know, I'll have a nice house, right? With the, you know, all the aesthetics, right? Uh, that just provides a very positive environment, right? Like I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like the the process of designing my own home one day is like something I'm really looking forward to. In a, in an odd way. I don't really know how to explain it. Um, and, and it's so, and it's funny too. My, my friend uh, over in the, in the town over here, he's, he never went to college. He's a year younger than me. He's 20, actually like a year and a half younger than me. But, uh, he just bought this beautiful, he bought my dream car yesterday or not yesterday, last week. A beautiful, beautiful, uh, Porsche, white Porsche. Boxster GTS, brand new, right? I love that thing, and he, and he earned it, right? He made he he brings it in, he rakes in the money, and uh, yeah, I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to have that. I don't think anyone should feel guilty about that. Um, you know, there's always the risk too, as David Meltzer and I talked about, like. Of you know, getting a car like that and thinking you're better than other people, I don't, I don't really see that happening. Of course, it's easy for me to say now, but I look forward to uh, purchasing one of those. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I look forward to having the family right. I look forward to uh, all of, all of that stuff. Um, that's, that's just, it's, it's simple for me.
1: I I don't know. I'll tell you as, as we start to wrap up, I'll, I'll tell you what matters as a guy who's, who's more than, than, uh, well, just about twice your age. Um, those trophies of life are nice and that's what they are. You know, they, they're, whether it's, I mean, I think a house is, I wouldn't label it that because a house is where you raise your family House is where you live. But when you get the Porsche or when you buy something material that, Um, let's, let's face it. You could buy any car to get from point A to point B. So when you buy that type of car, it's a trophy. It's, it's, you can get Lucite trophies that say, you know, you're the employee of the year or you can reward yourself and, and, and it's nice. But the only thing that really matters in life is your health and is your family and is your friends, that pyramid uh, and everything else will fall apart. If you don't, if you don't have that, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that you are venturing out and going to go travel the world because you're going to meet other cultures and other people and then see other places, especially in Italy, where simple life is the best life. You know, where they, mm. they have, they run at such a different pace than we do here in America, and it, it will just ground you so much and give you such, so much more uh, exposure and insight. It's great. I'm glad you're doing that. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, I and and I think it's I think it's a. Uh, I, my my number one value is health to your point like i have a, i have a like a card in my wallet of my values it's kind of dorky but i've That's had it there quirky. for five years um and yeah number one right there is health and i love people too it's the most fulfilling thing for me you know cultivating and building and nurturing these great and, and enjoying these great li- relationships that i've Formed over the past few years, and then I'm continuing to form every single day, right? Hopefully, you and I will continue to uh, build a, a great relationship, and I'll get to shake your hand one day. Um, and yeah, and, and yeah, I think. Uh, and it's important. I think it's important to note too, like and when I say house, like I don't want a big house. I've thought this for a while. I want a nice house, but I want something on the smaller side and you know it's not not big but in a very nice area right and it's very nice but like i don't need like this ish- extravagantly gigantic house That that that's overwhelming like i uh, to be quite frank i grew up in that house <laughs> like i did mm-hmm. um and i i found it maybe i'm just looking for a scapegoat but i did find it to be very overwhelming <laughs> um, and i would lose I, I never lose things but in there like i uh, up north in uh, in my parents' home in Pennsylvania, when I visit them, I lose things all day, every day, and it's so stressful, and I just get like frustrated.
1: <laughs> but uh, well, you yeah. get to live the life that you you want. that's that's the beauty of it. yep. um well, hey, thank you for joining me. I'm glad you and I got introduced online. Love what you're doing on LinkedIn. Love what you're doing, and just you know you you give to get. you love to educate and inform. Uh, For all of you listening in, you have a story and however you want to tell your story, whether you want to get into public speaking or writing, and in fact, Jordan uh, wrote a book as well. uh, However you want to tell your recipes of success and share your learnings, uh, whether it was a school of hard knocks that you went to or some expertise, I really encourage you to do it because it's so incredibly rewarding. I get to, you know, I'm now coming up on 13 years running demand gen and every day get to help companies adopt technology and drive growth by doing so uh, correctly and it's really really rewarding to me I started the podcast Jordan because I wanted to find a channel that could provide a really intimate set of conversations with experts like yourself and bring that expertise and knowledge to the demand gen radio community and it's it's fun I, I've got this itch which I'll talk to you about on the video side, but I'm really proud of you, man. I'm not the first person that has told you that, and I won't be the last, but I love seeing youth that not only is as driven as you are, but takes that passion and does something with it and and helps other companies successful. And I hope maybe one person or uh, one company today follows up and goes to JordanParis.com and at least watches your videos on how to become a rock star podcaster great tips in there great knowledge that you share maybe go on to get your get your book but um i'm gonna i'm gonna track you we are gonna shake hands one day that's a goal and uh maybe we'll we'll meet up in someplace adventurous and and continue the conversation yeah that'd be cool david you're a very talented and polished host i appreciate that i'm I'm working on my craft Uh, you know those first episodes i'm embarrassed Mm. that Mm. of them they were they were terrible in my mind and uh, and I'm never satisfied on on where yeah. I am I, you know the the did you see the play hamilton? No I haven't right, actually I know on, of it I put that okay. on your list. Um, okay. But there's a song about satisfied uh in there and I I can relate to it about being so so driven. Very cool. Noted. Well, hey, that is going to do it for this episode. I can continue the conversation with you, no doubt, forever, but I know you got a jam. You got another podcast to do, and it sounds like some travel to to plan as well. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I apologize that I. I failed you for a week while my daughter got married. I did not bring you a new episode. That's, I think, the first time I have missed an episode in a week in over a year and a half, not two years. But I I know that you uh, will forgive me for that. And I've got some incredible guests like Jordan coming up through the end of this year. Some great, great content for you guys. I'm super excited uh, to put these episodes out. And I have always just one small ask. And and Jordan, you know what that is, which is, if you guys wouldn't mind just sharing to your colleagues colleagues and friends uh, about the podcast so we can get more people listening to the program and take a moment if you can. I would love it. And I am so appreciated on uh, on iTunes if you would go and give a review or a rating of the podcast because that really helps bump the visibility. And like Jordan, I want to have as many people listen to the program as possible so that we uh, get the word and get the message out there and help more and more people. So thank you in advance for that. Have a great day. Jordan, thank you. Again, that'll wrap it up. We'll catch you on the next episode. You've
0: been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing.